0: Women are trained to discount what they know, overthink and analyze things to their death, and make decisions based on fear. I have met so many women who know what is best for them, but they're too scared to take the leap, to leave the relationship, to quit their job, to set boundaries, and speak their truth. This episode is an example of how the universe always rises to lift a woman higher when she stands up for herself. Karen Ortiz was a client of mine who made massive shifts when she gained the courage to ask for what was owed her. She even manifested owning her own home within two months of speaking up for herself and asking for what was rightfully hers. And she doesn't have a mortgage. And she didn't have the cash when I met her. You're listening to The Boundless Heart, the podcast empowering women into fierce self-love, independence, and equal partnership. This episode goes out to every woman in the world who has spent too much time in her head and not enough in her deep, instinctual knowing. If you think you've lost this instinct, you haven't. It can never be fully gone. By listening to others' stories, we can reignite the light and revive the instincts within ourselves. They're not lost, they're injured. Just a little bit of love here and there, will start to rebuild those instincts. And when we follow them, the universe will rise to lift us higher and we will be led home. I'm your host, L.C., and it is my deepest knowing that as women rise and take care of themselves first, humanity is going to rise and take care of its mother first. Do you regret that your marriage ended? No. When your husband asked you for the divorce, what was your initial reaction or response? I'm free. Ooh, really? Okay. Okay. What kind of self-awareness has come up? What patterns do you recognize that you're like, oh,
1: I'm going to not go there again? Well, for one instance, nowadays I've been noticing he would say a comment and normally I would retort back. I don't say anything anymore. I just look at him and I'm like, it's not worth it. And I move on. Another is going with the flow of energy. If it's saying this is where you need to be, like I'm moving four and a half hours away from my family, everything I know from my business, I closed my business down. I don't know anybody here and I'm so much happier. The house is speaking to me. I just bought a house and it feels right to be here, to be here totally. And I'm just going with it.
0: When we step into our power,
1: the universe responds. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that until now.
0: How's that? Because it's so easy to understand it cognitively and intellectually. Right. I believe that actually keeps us back from experiencing the reality of it. Right. Because we think that when we have something intellectually, it's just going to show up for us. No, when we actually take the physical step... (laughs) And take that risk and show the universe that we trust it. That's when the universe shows up for us. Not before. Mm -hmm. Were you feeling like you didn't want to be in the relationship prior to? Or was it
1: just an internal
0: knowing when he asked?
1: I knew it was over, but I just stayed out of, um, it was comfortable. How's that? He released me and I'm thrilled. So he was the brave one.
0: Do you want to talk a little bit more about that, how you stayed because it was comfortable?
1: What does that really mean to you? I knew what to expect. I felt safe in the house, the property we owned together. And in my first marriage, when it failed, I felt so unsafe and so worried uh, about being poor. This time, no fear. I'm rich. I'm I'm doing well and rich in the way of community support from my community and everything like that uh, the money because I feel so more o- open is flowing now something definitely got unblocked, <laughs> and I'm attributing it to you and I thank you so much well I will say it was all you we had a couple conversations <laughs> so <laughs> it, it sparked something it made me remember something and I don't know what it was but it all of a sudden everything started to flow I love that. That's absolutely beautiful. I wonder if it was your worth. Yes. Know your worth. That's correct. Know your worth. That kept showing up. You also did a, you know, when people put hooks into you, you did that clearing on me and I think that helped tremendously too.
0: Oh, right. The cord, kind of the cord cutting, but I like to just unhook it and actually send the whole darn thing back. (laughs) You know what, Karen? Let's do that in the next Inner Circle Gathering on September 14th. So if you are listening and you want to experience what Karen is talking about firsthand, you can join the Inner Circle. It's super easy. There's a link in the show notes. And it's $7 a month. We have a private Facebook group where I teach techniques that I have learned to de-stress, release anxiety, but also stand in my truth. Reprogram from patriarchal conditioning into fuller power. And you have access to some of the guests. This coming gathering, we will be doing this cord clearing exercise and extra bonus. You'll hear more about what else we'll be doing (laughs) at the end of this episode. There are also extra bonuses thrown into the inner circle. So I'll see you there. Cannot wait. Again, the link is in the show notes and I'll remind you again at the end. I think a lot of women are in the position that you were in, that I was in, where we stay in relationships out of, again, maybe comfort, maybe fear. In my situation, it was more out of this almost, I can do it. Almost like a proving that I can still be myself in a place where I wasn't honored for that.
1: In my first marriage, yes that's how it was. I made my first husband look really good. Um, (laughs) And I stopped that for the second marriage. And this one, it was almost like I made a promise to him. And I wanted to commit to that promise, even though it wasn't good for me anymore. Oh, yeah. And if the pandemic didn't hit, I probably would have asked for it. But I didn't. The pandemic was an unknown, scary time. So it wasn't time for change right then. So you let me go and I feel so much better. (laughs) And when I was talking to you and you told me about your marriage and how you asked for it, I was like, I almost felt embarrassed. I didn't do that. And I almost wanted to cry because I didn't honor myself, but then you made me feel better and I don't care how it happened. I'm just free.
0: Yes. Yes. That is such a great message to put out there to people. If you're considering it, and it's scary, and it's just not happening for you, or if your partner asks for it, this is a really huge opportunity to look at not only the situation, but of course yourself as well, but with different eyes, not the judgmental eyes that we tend to look at ourselves with so much, but the eyes of true compassion for ourselves, giving ourselves a lot of grace And look at what do I desire and want and choose for ourselves. Choose is a really strong, powerful word. It's really magical. Can you tell us a little bit about what your relationship looked like leading up to the dissolution? Or how it started? Because when you get married, you don't get married with the thought, well, I'm
1: going to get divorced So when, in the beginning of our relationship, he actually saw me and he called me out on my stuff. And he also made me feel very feminine and he was taller than me and I'm a tall woman. So I felt tiny and it felt really romantic. He was my knight in shining armor and it started off really, really well. But I warned him before he married me, you marry me, I will poke all your unfinished stuff and it will make you feel uncomfortable and I don't do it on purpose. It's just to what I am energetically. He didn't heed that call. And I made him uncomfortable throughout the relationship. Cause I, I would poke and prod, but in an energetic way. And I think he had enough. His son attempted suicide because of the pandemic situation and was in the hospital for two months. And when he came out, that was the breakdown of everything in our marriage. Like I said, it was relief. When he asked, I Um, thank him so much. Was it arguments? Um, I think we had a little bit of a heated argument. His son should have gone to a rehab place. And uh, that didn't happen. He came straight home. And I was like, that's just too much. You're asking too much of me. That was his breaking point when I said that. Which I understand. That's his son. And that's my stepson. And that's when he said, okay, we're done. And that's a boundary that you set,
0: yeah, for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I often wonder because this is my experience. So I often wonder how much it is the other person, and how much it is the fact that we ourselves are not putting up the boundaries mm-hmm. because we're people pleasers or whatever. And I don't know if you would say that you were a people pleaser. I am. Or not. Big time. Big
1: time. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten better, but I find myself doing it. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing it again. But this was a boundary thing. And I knew his son needed more help than we could give. And I was like, that's it. This is where I draw the line. So you say that you didn't
0: ask for the divorce, but energetically, I believe you did ask for it because you were going to finally stand in your power. And instead of poke at him, I don't know how you were poking at him, but instead of poking through that boundary, maybe you set it and you kept it and you maintained it. And now you're a different person for him. And he doesn't want to have that person. Nope. Nope. So interesting. Yeah. How speaking your truth and upholding your boundaries will tell you whether or not that person is for you or not. Right. Especially women have such a hard time and it's really not our fault because we're conditioned to do it. We have such a hard time
1: not being a people pleaser. I grew up Catholic and I was taught family is everything. I did that so much for the first marriage. The second marriage I was determined that we communicated. I don't think he heard me very well till that one time, but I'm okay with it. I really am. I feel stronger. Watching
0: your metamorphosis has been amazing. (laughs) It's just incredible, so inspiring. You are living the example of when you step into your power, things show up for you and you are taken care of. Big time. (laughs) When we met a few months ago, you were owed $10,000. Can you tell us the story about that? Why you were owed the
1: $10,000 and how you ended up getting it? Two years ago, I knew I had to let go of my Pilates in gyrotonic equipment, which is very expensive a girlfriend of mine who's in the field of gyrotonic wanted the equipment, but she didn't have the money. So I said, oh, you can pay me over time. So the equipment moved into her studio and she didn't end up paying me uh, because she was going through a divorce. And I was like, oh, that's okay. That's okay. And then the pandemic hit. I totally understand. Nobody's making any money. And then I got asked for a divorce. I needed the money. Two years have gone by and I haven't seen it since yet. So you prodded me and saying, why aren't you asking for it? (laughs) It took me, I think, almost six weeks before I was brave enough to ask for it. And she responded so fast. The money came, I think, three days after I asked for it. I was like in shock. I was like, that's all I had to do. (laughs) Yes, that is all we have to do. (laughs) (laughs) I was the one feeling bad, but it was my money that she was holding and i didn't come out rude i wasn't mean about it i just was very forthright if you can't afford it i need to sell it now and she came up with the money within three days <laughs> and i was in total shock <laughs> 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 pleasantly and i called you immediately i was like oh my god it happened
0: <laughs> and i really really want to reflect Well, that It's total people-pleasing. Oh, well, it's okay. I understand you're going through a hard time. Mm -hmm. What people-pleasing is, really, is looking out at the other person and making sure that their needs are met before ours. And we don't even necessarily know what their needs are. We make that shit up in our heads.
1: Yep. Big time. I admit it. I did it in the first marriage, and I think I did it in the second marriage, but not bad, but it was still there. And after that episode of receiving that money, I am... always asking what I need first now. It's coming through and it's building up and it's like, I can't stop it in a good way because now I know how to ask for what I want and I'm manifesting it. Right now I'm up in Maine trying to fix my house that I just bought. I can't live in it right now. So I am at this beautiful inn. But last week I came up and the water here is, is gorgeous. And I said, I want to go on a boat so I can see the coastline and learn all about it. This week, the innkeeper took me out where all the local people go the real people and a lobster boat guy named Wayne is taking me out on his boat so I can see the coastline so I manifested that I needed a plumber the plumber showed up I was like right at the eateries that we went to so and they're all gonna come and help me so I can get into my house faster
0: I really want to stress this Karen is (laughs) not a special little snowflake that she's the only one this stuff happens for.
1: (laughs) So true.
0: (laughs) This is literally how the universe works. When we step fully into our expression, our authenticity and our power and claim who we are,
1: what we need, it comes. (laughs) It does. I can't believe it. Normally I have to fight for everything. It's falling into place. And I'm just like watching and going, pinch me. Oh, my God. I go, oh, see <laughs> Or Christine tells me so much. You made me realize I could ask. That's what you oh. did. So thank you. <laughs> I'm going to cry, but thank you.
0: Well, here's the interesting thing. <laughs> I'm the one who has to and had to learn that all you need to do is ask. Mm-hmm. And here I am preaching it to other people, and learning it myself too, but we teach what we need. Honestly, this exchange is so reciprocated because seeing you is helping me. Hearing you is helping the person on the other side of this listening right now. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, I know I can do this now too Mm -hmm. because they're seeing it or hearing it. (laughs)
1: And, and the other thing too, I've been sharing my journey on Facebook and so many people DM'd me saying, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Or they're saying they were going through a divorce and they're thanking me for t- sharing so much. I'm actually not sharing too much. I'm sharing just enough, but it's enough to ignite other people. That's what I'm noticing. That's so beautiful. I feel like the web is getting bigger for other people to come join in in the manifestation. That's what I feel like has happened.
0: That is exactly what happens. Marianne Williamson, the act of shining our light gives permission to others to shine as well. Women are rising. And you being in that shift is only aiding more people to join this shift. It's like we accelerate it. When we step into our power, we accelerate this shift. That's exactly what you've done, what you're doing. And it's so inspiring, as I mentioned. (laughs) So... Just going to mention here again, at the end, I will invite you to join the inner circle where you can start to step into your power just like Karen has. So I hope you do join, but I'll tell you all at the end. Karen, you said it took you six weeks to get brave enough to ask for that money. What were the tools you used to gain that confidence or that bravery?
1: Oh, God. Um, It was more like accountability from you. And I had to do it. I was like, I don't want to disappoint her.
0: Oh, gosh, that was unexpected.
1: Because <laughs> well, I knew you would ask me. <laughs> so.
0: I have this both gift and curse to see the potential in other people. Now, that is a gift as a coach and as a quote-unquote healer type. It is more of a curse in... Romantic relationships. (laughs) And I think we can all relate a little bit to that. We see the potential. Now, the beauty of coaching is that you know that that person wants to reach that potential and they're going to do what it takes to do it. In a relationship, you think that person wants to reach that potential because you want to see them reach the potential. And you know how good it can be when they do. Right. (laughs) For them but also for you. <laughs> so big yeah. distinction. Your partner is not your client ever. Right. Not the same situation. No. <laughs> yeah. So I guess your point is when you are working on being brave, find an accountability partner, find right. a coach, find somebody who you know is going to see your potential and keep you in the vibration of seeing it too until you stop just visualizing and actually take the physical step.
1: Right. Uh, And I was so nervous. I was more Mm -hmm. worried about offending her. Of course you were.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's what people pleasers are. We're worried about what the other person experiences because we do whatever it is we're doing.
1: Mm -hmm. but that's not our responsibility no
0: we are responsible to ourselves
1: right and I'm doing it more and more and like I said the more I do it the more manifestation happens it's magic and I'm like I'm pinching myself I'm like really how can this be happening and it feels synchronistic is that the word yeah it builds upon it's like a building block it keeps getting better and stronger. I feel like I'm actually getting stronger energetically because I'm doing this.
0: Absolutely. You are. Yeah. Because again, you're staying in congruence with your own integrity, Mm -hmm. which means you are acting like you say you want to act. Yeah. Everything gets stronger. So what is something that comes to mind now that you just want to share with women who might be feeling like they're shrinking down in their relationship, or they've settled, or they're committed to the relationship for the sake of being committed to the relationship, but it doesn't feel good to them anymore. I'm going
1: to say this out loud, and I did it in two relationships. What happened to me is that my body started attacking me. Twice I was diagnosed with cancer, and luckily, each time they went in to check, it was ovarian cancer, and the ovaries have to do with family. Um, It was killing me, literally killing me. If I didn't listen to my body, I would eventually die from that. So that's how that marriage ended. And then the second one, boundaries. Uh, I got better at it, but I wasn't particularly strong. But I knew something was wrong. I'm getting inflammation in my body. So again, I'm attacking my own body because I had no boundaries in one sense. And now when I made that stand of saying no to his son, I'm I'm going to get healthier. This next year is all about getting my health back, getting me back, and not to compromise anymore. I speak my truth. Just speak my truth. And also, self-care. Self-care. <laughs> Definitely energetic self-care if I'm an energy healer. Um, I love those the most. And if that's not in your budget, soaking in the bath with Epsom salt. Not just one cup, six cups, eight cups. Do it on a full moon, new moon, uh, walk on the beach, talk with girlfriends, be with your girlfriends, and write, journal, paint, something, something creative. And for me, it was you, Clara Christine, Elsie, (laughs) it was you who sparked me because I think I was stuck in a rut and I didn't know where to go. And you channeled something and my body recognized it, even though mentally I didn't know what it was, but everything started flowing. Something opened. And here I am.
0: Wow. Thank you so much for that reflection. And it's such an honor to hear that Mm. something that I said or did clicked. You said the number one key to self-care before you started talking about the baths and the walks on the beach. (laughs) If you have a beach available to walk on, (laughs) that's what I would do or in nature and writing is definitely good too. But you said, speak your truth. If you speak your truth, All the other things, while they're important and fun and feel good, won't matter as much. When we're not speaking our truth, it doesn't matter how many Epsom salt baths you're taking. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have the boundaries and you're not going to have the flow. Another distinction that I wanted to make, I love this, how you said that you were better at boundaries, but still not all the way. We work through life at the pace that we work through life. As far as Quote-unquote boundaries. I was better at speaking how I was feeling about things, but I was still very much allowing compromise and to be talked out of feeling that way and to self-negotiate. So while I felt like I had better boundaries, I was kind of maybe one baby step closer, but not all the way because I would express it a little bit, but then totally shut down when it wasn't received and it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. So that's something to look at. And I think also, and you might have a perspective about this, but we can tend to use our spirituality almost as an excuse for staying in a place that's not right for us just because spirituality tells us to be calm in all situations and to be forgiving and to be compassionate. And yes, it's good to regulate your nervous system, But if you're constantly having to regulate your nervous system because of the situation that you're in, that's not self-care. That's self-abandonment.
1: It was making me ill. Seriously, I was going to become sick. And I choose my health. I choose me. I don't want to be sick. I want to be healthy. I want to be who I'm truly supposed to be.
0: And that is an amazing woman. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And you're not the only one who this happens to people's bodies will tell them eventually. And sometimes sooner than later, your body will tell you. So if you're up there listening to this and you're having issues with autoimmune or cancer or something like that, it could be a sign. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to say that like I'm diagnosing anything, but I have friends who do work in natural health and it is such a pattern When a woman isn't speaking up, when a woman is shrinking down, her body responds with disease. So I'm not surprised. And I'm so grateful that
1: you found that spark to speak. I'm transforming so fast. I feel like I have whiplash because it's happening so quickly. (laughs) I'm like, did that really just happen? And uh, it's unbelievable. I'm in shock where I am at this moment.
0: Now your comfort zone just got a lot bigger. Right. And it takes our bodies a while to adjust to the bigger comfort zone.
1: Right. Another manifestation that happened was the ability to buy this house I just bought in cash, no mortgage.
0: Holy crap.
1: Yeah, I manifested that. <laughs> I I didn't want to owe a bank anything. I wanted it just to be mine in my name. It belongs to me and no one else. I I didn't think I could do it, but I did it.
0: How many weeks has it been? <sighs> Since you asked for the 10 grand, I think it was April. So it's June during the time of this recording. It's June. That's two months. Yeah. And all that it is. took was saying what you wanted and what you deserved and standing. You know what you did is you owned your worth. Yeah. And it's easy to say that we own our worth and we un- we know how valuable we are, but not again act in congruency with that worth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're acting in congruency with that
1: worth. Yeah. It's because I believed in it. Like, I used to say um, in Kundalini Yoga the I am, but I didn't believe in it, so nothing yeah. happened. Yeah. And yeah. coming up here to Maine because I'm coming from New Hampshire, I sang the song I am, and I felt it. I felt it. I even cried. So I'm gonna, I feel like I'm going to cry again. Sorry.
0: You, you can cry. You can cry as much as you want to cry. I'm a crier. I cry all the time. <laughs> full body. Full body knowing. Not head knowing. Full body knowing. Mm-hmm. Don't just cry from your eyes. Cry from every single cell in your body. Full body. That's Mm -hmm. when, when you're joyful, you're full body joyful. You're full body knowing. You're full body being the thing that you're creating. And then, boom, in two months after you speak your truth, no matter how scared and nervous you were, you spoke your truth. Two months later, you have your own house in your own name. No mortgage. Right. And that's the way the universe works. One day, we're all going to stop being surprised that we can create
1: like this. (laughs) I wish I had known this earlier in my life, (laughs) but here I am. I'll take it. (laughs) Everything and
0: the time that it is, we're not going to even go there and judge. There's no regrets. Every experience brought you here. If you didn't have those experiences, you wouldn't be here. So it's all a part of this beautiful manifestation.
1: Right.
0: I love it so much. I went on to ask Karen a little bit about her work. She is offline for now, but will be back after August
1: 2021. Usually what happens is that the person comes in and they tell me their story or their body tells me something else. And I go with that flow.
0: If you listened to the episode with Karina Hammer, she'll say, too, our stories and our minds are different than the stories in our bodies. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that one so you can get a kind of sense. Right.
1: It's two different types of biofields, but they work, and they are incredible, and I do sound healing, too. The easiest way to connect with Karen
0: is on Facebook, Karen Ortiz. She is in my free Facebook group, which I will link below, and she was the first member to join the Inner Circle. That is a more intimate group, and you will find her easier... If you join the inner circle. I also mentioned Karina Hammer's episode, which was the one previous to this, episode 4. And I want to remind you that Karina has a special for the Boundless Heart listeners. That's you. If you are looking to clear old stuff out of your system, if you have been working with the same pattern over and over again, if you've been trying to heal trauma and it hasn't been happening... Give Karina's system a chance. I have had two sessions now with her and I can't really begin to tell you how profoundly healing they've been. Your code for a 15% discount is LC, that's two letters, L and C, 15, the number one and five, so LC15, and that will also contribute to keeping this podcast going So we both very much appreciate the support, and we are so grateful to have this to offer you. You can schedule yourself with Karina at bit.ly slash Karina, C-O-R-E-N-A, N-S-R, N as in Nancy, S as in Sam, and R as in Radiant, like you. The link is also in the show notes. Don't forget the code LC15. I want to thank you so much for sharing your heart. If you have any last bit of wisdom that's rising up, feel free to share it with us now.
1: Just speak your truth. And it will push away the people that don't serve you, but bring you to the people that will support you in your journey. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been awesome.
0: Just like last week, I'm leaving the off-the-mic segment in this episode, and actually, from here on out, they will all be available to everyone. Now, the Inner Circle, of course, I've mentioned already, is a deeper experience of the things that we're learning on the podcast, so you are more than welcome to join us there. Let's head off the mic. Off the mic. What the fuck were we going to talk about? <laughs> I'll probably actually keep that.
1: You can swear all you want. doesn't bother me. <laughs> You know what I've been. You've been swearing
0: more. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. Let's talk about swearing. We're gonna talk about swearing. So, okay, full disclosure, I'm totally nerding out on a YouTube channel right now, everybody. It's called I don't I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but it's Jackson Crawford. He's a PhD in Norse mythology or oh I don't even know Nordic studies I believe something like that. And as you know, my background is my ancestry is, is Norwegian and kind of all into the runes and stuff. And I'm nerding out because this guy's a linguist, so he's very intellectual, and so am I. I love language. And he also shares stories of the myths and everything. Well, he has this big old Patreon, and apparently people ask him all the time. Because when you learn a new language, even if it's a totally dead language like Old Norse is, you want to know how to swear in it. That's what you want to learn when you're learning a new language. So this, this adorable guy gets gets his camera up and does a video on swearing in Old Norse and swearing in these countries. And you can tell that he is not a swearer. And he even says that he doesn't really swear. <laughs> but the the discomfort that you can It's palpable. And I'm like, this guy's tight. <laughs> this guy needs to loosen up. And I swear... I keep saying swear, and that's what we're talking about. Swearing... Really, it helps you just loosen up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you're from the East Coast. My God, it's a part of your natural language over there. <laughs> Seriously, I-, I can't even tell you. Like, my ex husband's from Massachusetts, and fuck is just a regular word that you use all the time in every situation. More so than anywhere else in the world, I swear
1: i was i was the goody two-shoe girl so i didn't swear okay so, yeah well and, catholic yeah and then when my kids left the house and moved on to their adulthood that's when the swearing started but it <laughs> it really picked up after um when he uh when the husband asked for a, the divorce and i started swearing a little a lot more how's that
0: okay <laughs> so here's a funny thing everybody you didn't see her face But she had this guilty look when she said she's swearing a lot more. I want to just erase that from you. And also say guilt is huge. So people pleasers are such guilty souls. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And not saying that they should be, because no, but people are able to play on our guilt so easily hmm That's why we're talked into doing the things that we do. And again, we abandon ourselves because we feel guilty about the fact that someone else is feeling a certain way. Not
1: our responsibility. Another thing, um my father is the one who um taught me to be this way. He always say, Um, why are you so difficult? Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. So it started from a young age. Like, I remember that at four years old, all the way. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of swears in you that want to come out. <laughs> big time. <laughs> they've been buried since you were four years old. Not that you usually swear when you're four years old, but yeah. they've been buried. That rage mm-hmm. has been buried. Oh, big time. You're not I... difficult. You're a woman, right? You and have I'm... power. Why are you so powerful is actually what he was saying. And he was scared of your power. And he was saying women aren't supposed to have power. If they have power, then the men won't have power. Bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. When women have power, women empower. That is how it works. You see this all the time. Successful women bring their empowerment back to their community. Right. Including the men. We're not going to just wipe the men off the planet. Nope
1: no Ugh. so what happened to me is I disassociated from my child ah uh, yeah so that was the um, the start of me being a people pleaser yeah so, and you can't
0: be I, I can't be who I am because I'm who I am is too difficult so I'm gonna not be that
1: right and I had to learn that yeah. I went to Italy and mm-hmm. an Italian man is the one who told me this and I was like oh my god this must be true because I can't associate to that child. So I didn't have joy in my life. Think about that. I didn't know how to be joyful. I didn't know how to swear. I I just knew how I had to be a good girl and that's it. Oh my
0: god. Yeah. This is why this is this is the when the rage comes out too, that's why we hear things like fuck the patriarchy and like burn <laughs> it down and, and all of that. Because it's all of that pent-up rage coming out. And then if we express it to somebody, which is all we see because men can express rage, men can express Mm -hmm. anger, that's kind of the only thing they're allowed to express, which is a whole nother issue. Yep, And a whole nother issue with the patriarchy. (laughs) So then we get this, almost the pendulum swinging all the way the other way. And you know what? Sometimes you just have to allow for that. Mm -hmm. But if we women can rise up Enough within ourselves to express the rage within ourselves without lashing out. I mean, this is major nervous system regulation to be able to be in rage and enraged without lashing out at at others. Right. But let it express. What we do is we create inside of us the space to create.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If you think of Pele, the goddess of volcanoes, she rages and burns shit down but new growth forms big time she's creating a new part of the island yeah exactly i mean so rage damn it (laughs) (laughs) i want to hear you swear now swear as much as you can in 15 seconds
1: uh okay damn it hell f you
0: no not f you (laughs) say it say it Yes, say it louder.
1: I can't. I'm in a hotel right now. Oh.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, don't. <laughs> Come on, that was that was like three. Come on, you got more than that.
1: Oh, my God. Um, uh, God damn it. Um, oh, uh, that was good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, get frustrated. Uh, what the hell? What are you doing now? <laughs> I'm awful. You know
0: what? You're not awful. Don't ever say that again. You know what? We're going to do this in the inner circle. We're going to do this in the inner circle next okay. gathering after the drops. We're going to all swear as much as we can. If we weren't swearers when we were growing up. Yeah. We're going to support each other swearing. I think that's a really wonderful idea. So <laughs> that's happening until then. <laughs> thank you, Karen so much. This has been absolute joy. And anytime you need to unleash a little bit of rage, please give me a call and swear at me. <laughs> okay. I will. <laughs> I, not swear at me, swear for me. I'll let's let's say you. that. You're the best. Thank you so much for showing up today and sharing your amazing soul with us. So appreciate you.
1: And thank you for letting me share. I I just love you, Elsie. You're the best. And thank you for your enlightenment. I you're you're a shining light. So um you're doing a great job.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Love you. Love you. <laughs> Bye.
0: Next week on the podcast, I have an awesome guest with some practical tools for communicating and setting good boundaries. She is my therapist. Thank you so much for being here. Just a reminder, stay true to you.